Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mm. Today is Tuesday, February 18th. <laughs> I had to think about it, but yes, that's correct. Oh, and it's a um, it's a sleepy morning here in Santa Fe. It's overcast and threatening rain. Kind of a misty Pacific Northwest look to the day. Unusual for us. And probably when I don't mention the weather, you can assume it's sunny and cloudless. <laughs> because that's the default. It's uh, probably um, unfair of me, right? To I should mention what the weather is all the time. Ooh. But this kind of uh, overcast always makes me kind of um, feel sleepy, mild, mellow and sleepy. That's why I think I could never live in the Pacific Northwest, because I think I would um, be sleepy all the time. <laughs> I don't know how people do it. I, I guess there's a good reason why uh, the Pacific Northwest is where all of the great coffee drinks come from. I've uh, been weaning myself off of cane sugar, among other things. It's part of why I'm going to honey sweetening. I'm supposed to be off of stevia and off of sugar, so I'm using honey to sweeten the latte. And it, I'm finally, my taster is getting more sensitive to the honey sweetening. I figured it would over time. At first, it was like I could barely taste the sweetening from the honey at all. You all probably heard me complain about it saying that it was a more mellow sweet and not as sharp but now that uh now that i'm becoming accustomed to it it's definitely much sweeter with less honey ah, it's tasting pretty good actually so let's see i what do i have to say today i don't know that i have much to say today i worked on Promised Queen yesterday. It was a quiet day with it being a federal holiday. It kind of seemed like not many people were online, not a lot of stuff going on. I got um, about 2,500 words yesterday. Not quite ramped up to 3,000 words a day, but um, I bet I'll get there today. I was getting close. I only had... Um, yeah, something like 500 words to go. But I had passed my intermediate milestone to stay on goal. And I was just, um, I was kind of feeling like I was forcing it. You know, sometimes I feel like I'm just spinning dialogue or something and not really advancing the story. So there comes a point where it's like, well, am I really laying down worthwhile words or am I just trying to get to the word count? So at that point, I, I kicked off, worked on a few other things, had a phone call with some author coaching yesterday afternoon. That was that was a good conversation. I was I was glad to do that one. Um, it's always interesting to talk about what what work needs to be done 
on a book and how to how to move it forward. I used to think back in the day when I first started writing, and maybe somebody said this to me, and that's where I got the idea, that you can't really teach people how to write. I know I had several writing teachers who thought that, and I don't know if that was the era or if that was because they were like coming out of more literary backgrounds. And it's an interesting thing. It's um, it's a bit of an elitist attitude. I, I do remember um, one editor that we'd brought in for a retreat telling me that he thought some people simply could not write, that they did not have the talent for it, and that he felt like it was resp- his responsibility uh, if people asked him for critique on stuff to be honest and tell them that he thought that no matter how hard they tried, they would not ever become writers or they would not ever become good writers. This was um, a long time ago. (laughs) It was the nineties probably. And it was um, certainly before self-publishing really caught on. And so there was he was one of those who enjoyed flexing the power of the gatekeeper. He felt like that was part of his I don't know responsibility to the universe to keep some writers out or people he thought were not qualified to be writers who didn't have the talent for it. And I remember being taken aback at the time because I'm not sure I believe that's true. Talent only goes so far, certainly, and work makes up for a whole lot. You, you really need some of both, and I'm not sure I believe that you have to have talent if you're willing to work at it hard enough. I don't know, you know, like, can you be a ballet dancer without having a talent for it, without having athletic talent? If you worked hard enough at it, maybe you could. Well, what about, you know, same music, painting, other kinds of art? It's hard to say. It's interesting to consider. We certainly celebrate those who have such tremendous talent that it sort of springs full-fledged from their foreheads and they don't have to work at it. But then there are plenty of people with lots of talent who never muster up the ability to work and they never produce anything of note, which is unfortunate. It's, um, yeah, I don't know entirely what I think about that, but I have since come around to think that there are you can certainly teach things about the craft of writing and you can certainly give advice on how to improve writing. And sometimes I think just writing, spending a lot of time writing is the best thing that you can do. And in our goal oriented society, it's something that um, I find writers don't necessarily I don't want to say don't want to do, that they feel a lot of pressure to produce something. 
And sometimes, sometimes you just need to write. Sometimes you need to write and write and write. I think that there is truth to the writing a million words. I don't think that there needs to be a hard and fast number, but I think it's sort of like the the Taoist 10,000 things. Um, the Chinese, when they use the term, I was explaining this in the Taoist workshop the other day, when the Chinese say, you know, the journey of 10,000 steps or, you know, the 10,000 things, you know, basically they're, they're saying all the things, <laughs> something really big and really long. Um, it, it, it's a, a euphemism, a cultural euphemism for a lot. So I think you could sort of interpret a million words to be the same way. You know, it's just like a lot. Um, and I think a lot of writers, when they start out trying to write their first novel in particular, you know, they want to write their 50,000 words or their 80,000 words or their 100,000 words or whatever it is and shape that into a novel and be done. And I think that that can be counterproductive to the growth of a writer. I think a writer really needs to um, spend time just writing as long as possible. And that was the advice I ended up giving this gal yesterday was she was worrying so much about shaping the novel that that it was ending up being too too concise, too skeletal, or skeletal as a Brit friend of mine I was in grad school with would say, I always thought that was so funny, the skeletal system. But, um, yeah, I think especially if you are an aspiring writer and you are not yet placed within some kind of deadline structure, whether it be, you know, to make your readers happy or to bring in the money or to satisfy a contractual deadline. Taking that time to write whatever you want and take as long as you want to write it is it's a huge luxury of being a newbie writer. And I remember I had a, a, a writer friend when I was first starting out, um, Mark Jenkins, who wrote for Outside Magazine and wrote a couple of books. He would go sort of on those um, high-stakes adventure things and write about them. But he was supporting his family as a writer. Um, his wife worked also. But, uh, you know, he was very much into that, that he needed to write, you know, sort of what he was given to write, what would sell, uh you know, his assignments and so forth. And he had said to me, I think I was complaining about not being sure what to write or maybe not having sold something yet. And he told me, he said, you won't listen to me, but if you can do your best to enjoy this time, he said, because right now you can write anything you want and it, it doesn't matter. And it's a great luxury. And he was absolutely right on all counts in that I did not appreciate it at the time and that it was a luxury. And so I, I really do exhort those of you who are still taking those initial steps and feeling your way through is to write a whole lot and don't worry about what it is you're writing. 
you don't even need to give it to people for critique yet. Just write. Write whatever strikes your fancy and don't worry about if it's going on too long or, you know, how your pacing is or, you know, all of these things, all of these bits of advice. I think uh, do your best to get rid of that and just just write. Just sort of let that flow out of you and give it the, the time and space to flow. That's part of why it's, you know, write a million words. Just write a whole lot and, and don't worry about the rest because it will begin to shape itself. It will take on its own form. And it's good for you to learn how to write a whole lot. That's one of the best skills that you can build up. So, let's see. So now I am... See, that's the thing, you know, like right now I am ramping up to my 3,000 words a day again. And and I know that in some ways I am a bad example because I say things like, you know, that I plan to write this book in approximately 60 working days. But the thing is, is I can do that because I've written a lot of novels now. I've, you know, written, I don't know, who knows how many, several million words at this point. So I know how to shape the book as I go. It's it's a skill that I've acquired. So it's um yeah maybe uh I'm trying to think of the appropriate metaphor. I don't want to say it's do as I say, not as I do. Do definitely do as I say. <laughs> um, you will know when you don't need to. Sorry, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. You will know when you are writing this. You, you'll begin to learn your own process. Maybe that's it. Um, you know, because some people do well, you know, just doing like a, a fast draft and then going back and layering in. You know, it, it's everybody has their own unique process. And one point of, of writing like a million words, writing a whole lot, is just to find out what your process is. And if you, if you honor that, if you simply let yourself write and let yourself spin the story and don't try to apply a bunch of rules, over time you will begin to learn what your process is. And I know what my process is. I know what works for me, and that's because I've been, you know, discovering that for a really long time. So, all right, well, I hope you all have a wonderful Tuesday, and I am going to go on my way and get to work. I will remind you that first cup of pop, coffee, coffee, <laughs> first cup of coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network. And you can find other podcasts that you will love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all on Thursday. Take care. Bye-bye.